Happy holidays and welcome to The Ripple. We're going to close out 2016 with my friend Jake. Imagine September 11th being the first day of something big in your life. How would that day change in your mind? Do you remember the first day of a new job or your first day in your new home? Maybe your first day with your new baby. Do you remember your first day of college? I don't. September 11th was Jake's first day of college in New York City. So I was a freshman at NYU at the time, and um, that Tuesday was gonna going to be my first like official day of class. So I'd already been in New York for probably like a week or two. You know, you go for orientation and whatever, and so I was pretty much involved in all those kinds of activities. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, if my memory serves uh, that I was probably just kind of like getting ready for school basically what was your course of study at NYU theater (laughs) I was an actor (laughs) I don't know why I didn't Uh, know that did you not know that no because now I think about it and I know your jobs and I'm like oh that's really interesting (laughs) yeah well it's because I was I went to school to be an actor and then like not every actor but like many actors during school and then after graduation I worked you know hospitality or work food service yeah that makes sense okay. at the same time because you know that's what you do acting yeah that's what yeah. you do unless yeah. you're you know uh, rich and famous right so I did that and that's how and one thing led to another and eventually I fell out of acting just enough to not make all the pain and suffering and poverty worth it mm-hmm. anymore and so I transitioned into management roles uh, in hospitality and that's how I wound up at La Bottega yeah. and so on and so forth but at that time I was still young and unspoiled and uh, stoked to embark on my acting training and I was going to the Stella Adler studio at the Tisch School uh, at NYU Tisch is primarily it's right around Rochester Square Park like it's pretty downtown Um, but my studio Stella Adler is on West 26th Street 26th or 27th Jesus, I can't believe I don't remember that. It's either 26th or 27th Street. That's really embarrassing. Sorry, Tish. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and between Broadway and 6th. So my dorm, my freshman year, was this amazing just shithole called Goddard Hall right at Washington Square Park. So it was a phenomenal location. It was really, really fun, and it was, you know for an 18 year old like yeah I mean there's a lot of activity there's a lot of activity going on very exciting really like you know you're in New York you feel you really feel that you're in New York and that's that's really great Um, the dorm itself was just horrible but who cares it doesn't matter but so I was in my dorm room and um I was, I don't remember if my mother's phone call woke me up or if I was already awake, but basically I got a call from my mom and I was kind of like half awake, I think. And she said, um, you know, Jake, we don't know exactly what's going on or or what happened. You you know, we don't, we don't really know what's happening, but we do know that a plane hit the World Trade Center. Um, So please be careful, you know, and stay in touch with us today because we don't know what's going on. And I was kind of like, huh? Okay. Sure. <laughs> it was like, I don't know what you're really talking about. And it just didn't register. You know what I mean? It just didn't like, 
you hear some of that, I mean, what you're, what are you supposed to do with it? You know, I, I just yeah. didn't get it. I was like, oh, okay, fine. So I got in the shower and I got ready to, to go to school, to go to class. And I left and I was going to walk to class. That was my plan because it was, you know, it's like a nice, easy 20 block walk. And I left and I don't remember, somehow there were two other people that I was walking to class with. Uh, one was a dude named John Hopkins and then this um, woman named Jen Cortese. We're both lovely people that I'm not in touch with at all now, um, but we'll never forget because of this. Yeah. Um, and we started walking up University Place and I looked and it was like being on the set of a movie. I mean, it was so totally surreal. People were hanging out of their windows, you know, look, everyone was gay. Everyone was looking downtown. I mean, everything had just stopped, you know, there were cars pulled over on the side of the road and everyone was just pointing and, and waving. And I could see there was a clear shot, you know, view, um, downtown you could actually see the towers having been hit. I didn't see the planes hit them that had happened already, but I could see they were still standing at that point. Mm -hmm. And both of them had been hit, and you could see the smoke billowing out, and it was just insane. And I don't know if it was like a defense mechanism at the time, or, or, or what it was, or if it was just, I don't know, that my mind couldn't comprehend what was going on, but there was this really strange sense of unreality that set in, where it really did feel on some level, and I think partially maybe just because like I was still very new to New York, and New York is a place that at least for me, not that I'd ever been there before I had, but it was almost like being in a movie anyway, just because it's so, I don't know, so prevalent in pop culture and I'd seen so many pictures of it and I was so, I had this sort of vision of it in my head already. And so it was almost like, well, I'm in New York and this is where the really crazy shit goes down, <laughs> you know? And not really still comprehending or realizing just how truly crazy and beyond anything, you know, comparable this actually was. I just couldn't wrap my brain around it, even though I was literally staring at it. Mm -hmm. And, um, my, my, I'll call her my, my friend, who she was my friend at the time, uh, Jen, you know, she started crying just uncontrollably. And, and again, I was just kind of like, in shock, I think. And did you know, but at the time you were outside and seeing this, did you know why the towers had been hit? No, or, I, no you no. didn't know yet. I had no idea. We didn't know, didn't know anything. Um, didn't know anything. And I don't know at what point it like became later on that it, that we did know, you know what I mean? It became clear. Um, but so yeah, she just started crying and, and it was weird too. And again, uh, my, my, brain was acting funny and like I, I could see what was happening but I still felt that it was very important that I get to class mm -hmm. you know like well, go, yeah. going to, to being on time I like didn't want to be late <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. it's like the craziest thing in retrospect so I definitely did not fully process what was happening yeah <laughs> I don't know that I thought it was a seaplane I think that it, I I knew I, I think I knew that it was like that it was passenger jets. I think because I think that my I think my mom told mentioned that and told me that I don't know. It's 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 hard for me to remember. But so we 
we walked uptown and went to not uptown to 26th Street or 27th Street. I think it's 27th Street. And went to up uh, two flights of stairs to uh, to sell Adler. And um, one of the administrators there, or a teacher, I, I've been trying to remember who it was, and I really can't cannot remember. But I mean, they basically told us to to go home. You know, the class had been canceled, and that um, we should try to get in touch with their families, and that there be information forthcoming about when we we're actually going to start school. Mm-hmm. And um, so I said, uh, you know, okay. And were there other people at the class when you got there? Yeah, there were a few people there. It was very, it was very chaotic. Though. I mean, I mean, people were kind of coming and going. And actually, you know what? Now that now that I'm remembering, actually, I, I'm doing this is out of sequence because. It was before we got to class that we saw the first tower fall. It was when we were walking to class that we saw the first tower fall, and that's when Jen started really crying and everyone started totally freaking out. Mm-hmm. That's when it happened, and then we went uptown. So it's even weirder and crazier in retrospect now that I'm realizing that, that I still thought you it was important to go to class. Like, dude, what is wrong with you? Um, and then when we left, we were heading back downtown and the other tower was gone. And I remember thinking, like, where did the other tower go? And Jen was like, you didn't hear them say that the other tower also fell? And I said, no. And I just had somehow totally missed that. And so we saw, like, the first one fall. We went into class, came out, and then the second one was, like, gone. Mm -hmm. And that hit me, like, harder, I think, in a weird way. Because it was just so... This piece of the skyline, you know, this this landmark that you orient, you know, the city around. It was just like, you could just... I was just looking downtown, it was just not there. I think if people haven't lived in New York, they don't realize that you... You know, the first couple of years you live here, you very much orient yourself around what's uptown, what's downtown when you get out of the subway based <laughs> on buildings. Oh, yeah. You know, totally. you're like, oh, that building is uptown, so I need to go that way. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Before you realize Absolutely. what avenues are going up and down. Well, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. And then as you get more experience, you realize which... So which it's all about never reach anywhere northeast southwest right right so you start to remember is this does this avenue go uptown or down exactly does this avenue go you, north or that's south that's like your advancement as a New Yorker you start yeah. to just go back based on the avenues and then realizing what goes north and yeah, south totally but at first you you completely rely on the buildings for direction I remember I felt really cool when I realized that it was Houston not Houston <laughs> that was a big moment for me. <laughs> I really felt like I understood the city, you know. <laughs> You're in it. I got I got New York at that point. Uh, yeah, so uh, so that happened. So we we leave. The second tower's gone. It's like chaos in the streets. We walk back to the dorm. At some point, I separated from Jen and Jen and what is, and, and Can J-Hub. you describe what the chaos in the streets was like? People were crying. Some people were shouting. There were people hugging. Um, then there was like, as if I'm, as if I'm remembering correctly, then there would be like these weird little patches that were totally deserted. 
like I remember walking by you know in New York there's all these um you know hot dog stands mm-hmm. and fruit stands and and all this kind of kind of a mobile carts on the on the street and I just remember walking by one in particular and like the whoever was manning it had just left and it was just like cuz and you never see that in New York no. like you don't leave your cart you don't leave your cart it's like a soldier on the wall you know Jen, you know, I think a lot of it, I, I've, I don't know if I repressed it or, I don't know, repressed it, I guess, is probably the best way to put it. But, you know, I have, like, snapshots and sort of impressions. And then there's a lot of time that I, I really can't account for. It's just, like, gone or, you know, in there sub, some subterranean place. I remember going back to the dorm and my roommates were there. We were watching TV and one of my roommates, I had two roommates and one of them, um, my friend Alex was really upset and his reaction was he was getting very angry. And um, in retrospect, it's it's crazy to think about because he was like a very, very, uh, like liberal, democratic, uh, Bush hating, uh, you know, um, anti-war kind of person as, as really kind of, we all were (laughs) in that, in that dorm room. And, but he was really upset. He was really angry. And I guess at that point there must have been talk of it being a terrorist act and that, narrative was out there um because he was saying you know let's let's bomb them all like you know we're gonna we need to retaliate like we need to get justice and vengeance and all these things it was crazy because that wasn't the kind of person that he was at all Mm -hmm. but he was really really angry and wanted to you know get revenge Mm -hmm. basically and I remember just being, we were all just glued to the television for, you know, for hours. And I, I didn't have cell signal or it was, it was spotty. I don't remember when the next time that I could talk to my, um, talk to my mom was. Maybe later that night? I really don't remember. Um, but it's funny, I knew, I, I knew, even though it was a really crazy time, I never wanted to leave. Like, I never had the thought. A couple of my friends were like, we're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, not necessarily for good, but, you know, I, I had some other friends that I knew from home who were at school in New York, either at your other places, and they um, knew that they needed some time and that they wanted to go home. And I, I don't know. I never felt like, I never felt that way. And I think I felt this sort of strange solidarity with the city, even though I hadn't been there that long, where I sort of felt like leaving would be, I don't know, quitting or something like that. And I just, I don't know, I didn't want to do it. And I didn't feel, it's weird too, because I didn't feel unsafe, which maybe I should have. And I think a lot of people really did. But I don't know why I, I didn't. Since that really was the start of my experience in New York and my experience at college, and especially going to an art school, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As you know, artists, 
which are a big part of what we do is to uh, interpret the world and comment on it, reflect back, reflect it back in our own ways and so on and so forth. And so, you know, my entire college, like if that hadn't happened, I have no idea what my college experience would have yeah. been like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So much of, you know, our writing, you know, the scholarship, the the art that was created, the theater that was made and yeah. just the conversation, the dialogue, the whole experience of being there at that time was of course totally dominated by 9-11 yeah. and by the towers. Um, there was some really powerful work that I remember seeing that was produced about it. I mean, it's still being, you know, produced today because um, it's just one of those events that, uh, you know, I guess, so, I mean, people compare it to so the, the Kennedy assassination, right? It's like everyone remembers where what were you when? Yeah, yeah, what were you doing when? And, um, yeah, it's funny, like, again, you know, I there's so much that I don't, remember about that time but the stuff that I do remember remember extraordinarily vividly and it's like I would not you know remember these two people that I was with for any other reason yeah I mean, we were friends you know what I mean but it's yeah. like I'll never forget them for right. for just for that um, experience so yeah it's I think the whole world you know wonders like what would have happened if that had never occurred and certainly for me being in New York at the time, I have no idea what the city's like without that having had happen. Right. Which is really interesting. Yeah. It's a crazy day. It was a crazy day. It was a really crazy day and it was a crazy time and like all this shit was happening and then school started. Like it did start yeah. you know, at some point. So do you, I know you don't have a lot of recollection about like later in that day, but... Do you recall how the rest of the week went for you? So definitely classes were postponed. So there was some like downtime. My parents asked me if I wanted to come home. I said no. And they were actually cool with that. They they didn't try to insist, you know, you mm -hmm. have to come home. Um, another friend of ours from Cambridge who was going to NYU, not at Tisch, but at one of the other schools, was living like downtown. And so there was talk of her possibly coming to stay with me in my dorm. Um which I was, you know, would of course been totally cool with. But then I think she actually did wind up going home for a while. Um, so that didn't happen. Um, I remember, I mean, there was this like, I guess, you know, there was this like dead time of kind of in between when it happened and then when classes started again. And then sort of my next batch of memories really is like when classes started. Um, and I was pretty much consumed with all the normal stuff that you're consumed with when you're starting a new experience when you're starting a school, you know? Yeah. Who, who are the... Who are in my classes? How the hell do I get from point A to point B? Like, will my fake ID work, you know, at these bars? How does the subway operate? How does the subway operate? What is an express train? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Who's in my classes? How do you feel like, or do you feel like this has at all, like changed how your life has moved forward or impacted your life now? New York to me will always mean certain things and the fact that this happened when I was here and that I witnessed with my own eyes part of it and that it framed 
or sort of kicked off my experience here, for me, you know, means that to me, New York is always a place that kind of represents resilience and it represents moving on. Because we did move on here. Not move on in the sense of forgetting what happened or ignoring it. It didn't, the city doesn't stop. You just continue to live your lives. You continue to live your lives and it affected how that happened, of course, and how people live their lives. And there was a brief period where you could say, yeah, maybe things kind of ground to a halt. But I don't even know if you could say that there was that brief period and it didn't, in my impression, last very long. And I think that there's lessons in that, you know. I think that there's, in a weird way, there's a, there's a, there's a strength that I've drawn from that, seeing how time only moves one way, you know, mm -hmm. and we move forward. Um, how that's, you know, affected my daily life or how it's gonna affect the rest of my life, I don't really know. But when I think of New York, that's what I think about. Thanks for closing out 2016 with me, guys. We'll be back in a few weeks with some great new episodes. As always, a huge thanks to Daniel Broadhurst and Sean Mann. I'll see you soon.